Welcome to the Southside Trap Podcast. I'm your host, Sandra, and I'm bringing you a Chicago-centric soccer podcast focused on the Chicago Red Stars and the NWSL. Let's do this. Bars, 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 bars. Bars of the Red Stars. Hey, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Southside Trap Podcast. It's me, your girl, Sandra, uh, hanging out with my boy, Jose. Shout out to my producer of music with Jose Inc. And uh, we're back to recap another episode, another match um, for the Chicago Red Stars, who they just played against uh, the Houston Dash. And uh, came away with a draw. Gotta say, uh, wasn't really expecting that. If you listen to our episode last week, had a couple guests on uh, with my homies, Claire Watkins and my homie James Bridget and uh, we recapped that ridiculous North Carolina game and we sort of previewed this Houston game and I think we all sort of felt that this game was going to be a game that was going to be a win somebody was coming out of here with a win this was not going to be the same Houston Dash team that Chicago faced the two previous times uh, we were like, yeah, they're going to come away with some type of result. Someone's either going home with a loss and someone's going home with a win. And these two teams <laughs> got a 2-2 draw. It was just like, I guess it was just another one of those those games. And the scam was was real, I think, for, for both teams. Because, um, yeah, some of that officiating was super questionable. But uh, I think when you saw the name of the official sheets, I think people were kind of like... Oh no, like here we go. So some interesting stuff on, on both sides of the ball, really, in fairness to that. But um yeah, two two draw. We've got goals on Houston side from Rachel Daly and Christy Mewis. And for Chicago side, they had a goal from Sam Kerr and a penalty kick converted by uh Sofia Huerta. Uh the starting eleven for this match on Chicago side was um yeah, Lissa Nayernet, Taylor Camo, Katie Naughton, Sam Johnson. Sarah Gorda hold, holding down the back line. Then in the midfield, you had this combination of uh, Danny Colaprico, Yugi Nagasato, and Julie Ertz uh, with her first actual start of the 2018 season. And then rounding things up out top was uh, Gilliland, Sam Curran, and Sofia Huerta. So on paper, like I was really, really psyched for this, this lineup. Uh, I think it's sort of a lineup that could show like the potential of like what the Red Stars are are trying to to be and what they're trying to do. Uh but yeah, that early goal from from Rachel Daly just uh did not did not allow I think the Red Stars to sort of fall into the line and fall into their game plan right away. You had right early in the 7th minute, 6th or 7th minute, you have Michelle Prince from Houston Dash just play this excellent ball to Rachel Daly, who was who honestly, honestly, I mean, I'm not trying to take away anything from the goal, y'all, but like she was honestly kept on side by by Chicago's back line. Um, but absolute credit to her for the finish on that ball and just getting it um, and just sort of basically swerving Alyssa Nair and getting getting that first goal and really having to force Chicago to play from behind early in their own, uh, you know, in their own home field. And it took a little while. It wasn't until about the 20th minute to where Chicago was able to get on the board. And you had Aaron Gilliland, right? Aaron Gilliland, the poacher, 
just sort of hanging around back then and sort of seeing Jane Campbell be sort of almost kind of careless with the ball and like give this sort of soft pass to Amber Brooks. And she reads it immediately and just jumps on it. And uh, Sam Kerr was able to to be there with her the whole way. And, and Gillen very unselfishly, um, you know, passes off to Kerr. And Kerr was able to to knock that away for for the equalizer. And so right around the 20th minute, you had Chicago and, and Houston sort of level. And, and things sort of stood that way into the into the second half. And, and I thought Chicago had a lot of good buildup in the moment. Again, they they had a lot of possession and and they were winning duels and then you you have all that stuff on paper right you have all those stats on paper and so you're going into the second half and there was uh, an immediate sum for for Julie Yurtz so she only played uh, 45 minutes for this first start it was it was a planned substitution Um, she was only coming to this game with the intention of playing a half and um, Nikki Stanton ended up coming on to pull out the the second half duties Um, for her, which was great to see because Nikki Stanton's been clocking in a lot of time with, with the Red Stars. And I think at that point, honestly, this game kind of was missing somebody like her. Um, so it was cool to kind of see her get get the second half. But again, similar to the first half, you have Houston. They get this opportunity in the 47th minute to go on a free kick opportunity and it ends up they end up converting it to a goal. So I, I'm stuttering about it because, like, watching this thing in person, you could just tell that it was this, like, well, like, executed. Like, everything went perfect for this set piece from their practicing it on their training pitch to, like, taking it with them on the road and converting it in Bridgeview, Illinois. Um, just completely caught the Red Stars set piece defending offsides. Taylor Como was really caught off, and, and, and Christy Mewis was there to just lay in this really low shot just to beat Alyssa Nair. And really early in that second half, just like really early in the first half, the, the dash go up go up with the lead. And so the Red Stars again have themselves finding themselves to, to play from from behind. So just a really, really brilliant piece. And I, I think I'm pretty sure it's like up for for goal of the week right now. And I think it's gonna come down to Mewis's like uh set piece goal and and Naren's rocket from like way outside but yeah just just a really really good goal I I thought it was pretty significant that players like Rachel Daly and Chrissy Mewis were the two players to kind of come in here against the Red Stars and and get those goals Um, just because the last game that they played against Chicago wasn't so great Daly was getting beat a lot um, out on that flank, and uh, Christy Mewis was the player that the own goal went off of in Chicago. So I thought it was kind of significant that in this third and sort of final regular season match that they were the two dash players to come away um, with these goals. But Chicago isn't a team that's not used to uh, playing from behind. They tend to find a lot of the, that good old-fashioned grit, right? So you got in the 64th minute um, – along with all these free kicks that Chicago was just kind of gifting to Houston, um, they ended up getting a call in their favor and ended up being a handball on Amber Brooks and definitely controversial. Um, doesn't, didn't look like Amber Brooks attempted to literally play the ball. Um, it was just one of those things where it was just like wrong place, right time kind of thing. And, and the ball definitely played her versus her playing the ball. But 
ball hits your hand in the box, a lot of times in the NWSL, a pro referee is um, is going to call that or at least should call that. So uh, Sofia Huerta stepped up to the spot to to take the kick, and, and she went ahead and just converted that. And then that's really all she wrote. You had these two teams just equalized in that 65th minute, 2-2. And, and credit to both these teams. Um, it was looking like they were – both of these teams were still trying to get those extra points, which I really, really appreciated. Um, I thought it, it made for some kind of fun soccer down the stretch. At one point, um, you saw Rory Dames make a sub for, for Katie Naughton and, and bring on Alyssa Motts, and Chicago sort of played into this three-back, and then and Sam Kerr was, was pushed out wide all of a sudden. So on both sides of the ball, there were additional attempts to go ahead and and get that third goal and maybe come away with the win. And then you had the Rachel Daly again. I think it was in the 80th minute. Go ahead and and almost get this breakaway attempt. And you have Alyssa Nair come off her line to make this save. And you could just sort of see there was she almost had like this brief moment of like hesitation. And you got to wonder like if she if she would have taken that hesitation not come off if it would have gone in but but she made it off her line in time to just sort of challenge that ball and ended up going out for a goal kick and eventually that was 80 minutes and it goes to stoppage time and and Chicago had an opportunity themselves to really put this game away and they were really kind of pushing from probably about the 80th 88th minute excuse me on into into stoppage time and there were a lot of moments where where Mots was getting in a ball and, and Sofia Huerta where was getting in some balls and um, probably the the best opportunity to put it away on the night was in that like 90th plus minute stoppage time where you had Alyssa Mott sort of feeding this ball into the box and it, it found Gilliland and who sort of gave it this kind of nifty yet awkward little flick to, to Sam Kerr and it just fell to her so, so perfectly. And you could see Jane Campbell like, like a deer in headlights, like just, oh shit. And, and Sam Kerr has a, she got her foot on it and that's all you can ask of your star forward. But it ended up uh, going over, going over the bar and uh, that, that could have been all she wrote. And, and you know, that that's one of those goals that your forwards are going to be thinking about and, and wishing they got back. And, and in the post game, Sam Kerr, you know, all in, but admitted as much that it's something that she's going to want back. But, yeah, definitely opportunities on both sides of the ball down the stretch there for either one of these teams to go ahead and just um, really take this game. And I've got a lot, can't lie, like, you know, you're kind of disappointed in seeing that, like, don't get those extra points at, at home. Definitely not the same kind of vibe with the whole, like, home field advantage thing where the Red Stars kind of had going for them early in the 2017 season whereas this year is like Chicago is definitely um just trying to grind out their results and coming away with draws like they're Chicago does that they're like the team's the drawiest of draws they will definitely get their ties um on the road so kind of a little bit of a I feel like it's we're sort of in a transitional period for the for the rest stars where you're sort of kind of wondering if like this is going to be who the team is um, down the stretch because they came into this season um, with all of this talent on paper and then they've had to battle with uh, through with these uh, pretty significant injuries and then having to um, sort of be without Sam Kerr who was on international duty for a while 
And then now you're sort of getting these pieces back. You have a Sam Kerr who's got a few games under her belt, who's got a, a couple goals under her belt with the Red Stars already. And sort of getting Julie Ertz back for a very small time amount of time. And then she was placed on the IR again with some with a with a back strain, little little minor setback, and then finally coming in and getting a full 45 minutes. So she's still still like sort of working her way back. And then you're waiting on players like um Casey Short and Di Bernardo to go ahead and, and, and come off that D45. And um, Rosie White is is on the active roster now, but she didn't see any uh, minutes during that match there. So there's all these things where it's like that f- first six weeks of the season or so, you're like, yeah, th- this is who the rest of us have to be right now. You know, like they, they've got to be this team that just kind of digs their heels in and gets on the move and try to get their scam on and get as many points as they kind of can, right, out of, out of these first several weeks. But now, like, sort of in this second third of, like, the season, you're, you're kind of, like, watching this Red Stars team and and wondering and waiting when that switch is going to kind of come on and when they're going to turn it on. And you want to see them turn it on against teams uh, like Houston. And this is a league with a lot of parity, and every everybody has said that who – who writes about this this sport? You know, this this league is any given Sunday, and there's so much parity, and it, anybody can beat you. And and yeah, of course, but you want to be able to look at your weeks like this and say, yeah, we can take it to this team. So it, you're just kind of wondering if the rest are still sort of in this uh sort of in this lull of like work getting players back and working those players in, and you're kind of wondering is like, yeah, they're gonna you're gonna watch them and think that they're gonna turn it on any second. But then also sort of wonder if like, oh, maybe this is kind of who they're going to be for, for actually a long while, not just a little while, because uh, there's still players who have to be worked back in to this roster. Um, so big game uh, coming up next weekend. Uh, Chicago Red Stars are going to take on the Seattle Reign uh, out on the West Coast. So that's going to be a big game. I think uh, after this past weekend, teams like... North Carolina and a team like Seattle Reign are definitely showing how they're those sort of top tier teams. You have Megan Rapino, who came back, who was out for a few weeks of her own with the, with nursing an injury of her own, and and just came back like she hasn't missed a beat. And she came out and and got a couple goals and played, I think, a solid like sixty ish minutes. And this is a team that. I think that Chicago's always had some fun games against. I've always really enjoyed the matches that have gone on between Chicago and Seattle. But I think these are going to be like this first matchup is actually going to be really interesting and really kind of a lot of fun because you have this semi-familiar Seattle squad, but you've also got uh, Coach Flacco, who I, I think that's a matchup people need to look for as well. The matchup between uh, Vladko and the matchup between Rory Dames, because when it comes to like regular season matchup, they, they've had some pretty good battles. So it's going to be interesting to sort of see this sort of revamped or retooled, right? Kind of a Seattle team coached by Vladko with, with this sort of um, similar rostered Red Stars team, but also like, new style of play Red Stars team. So I, I think there's a there's room here for this to, to be a good game. And when the Red Stars have to go up against sort of these uh, top-tier teams, they tend to definitely, I think, go in there with sort of that underdog mentality and um, definitely feeling like they got to 
pull the fast one and pull the hustle and go full scam, right? And try to get those points. Um, so I think there's a lot of potential there to to see for for that Seattle game. And it's a late it's a late one. It's West Coast, so for if you're watching here in the Midwest in Chicago, like you're not going to get a chance to watch that game till about 9 p.m. So um, find some friends and hang out and watch that game because it's gonna it's it's gonna be a late one. Um, but yeah, I think um, I don't think this Houston game. Um, just to wrap this up, I don't think this Houston game is is one of these games where you're gonna look at on the calendar and say, "Hey, this is the game that like was make or break for the season." Not by any means. I'm not trying to say that at all. Um, but it is just one of those games where I think you still have as many, if not more, questions than you had about the team going into this game and then leaving it. So um, whatever questions that were sort of unanswered going into this match, I think they're still relevant um, heading into to next week. So um, some fun post-game stuff that I have for you guys. You're going to hear some post-game commentary from head coach uh, Rory Names. You're going to hear some post-game commentary from uh, Sam Kerr. And um, you're going to hear some post-game commentary from Julie Ertz because who out there did not miss Julie Ertz, right? So um, we're going to splice some of that stuff in her for you right now. I would say that tonight I would give Houston a lot of credit coming off the midweek game. Um, they're a significantly improved team than the last time we played them. And she's done a really good job of getting them to buy into what she's doing and moving pieces around and uh, getting them organized. So, What about your group? Uh, what type of work needs to get done to start seeing victories? I said at the beginning of the season I thought we were the sixth best team in the league. In my opinion, hasn't changed. How many minutes are you playing to play Julie today? Uh, 45. So let's play it to take her off the half mm-hmm. Later in the second half, you moved the car out. Why were you looking to get out of her there? Get her to actually pick up a ball running towards the goal instead of away from the goal. What's your thoughts about the way Sam's been playing the last couple of games that she's come into the lineup? I don't think we've figured out the best way to use her yet. Good to see all of you. Thanks, Thanks guys. Um, obviously disappointing, obviously, with the result. But um, overall, I think we learned a lot, obviously, integrating me back in. Um, with the 45 minutes, um, I wish they could have obviously helped a little bit more. But um, it was good movement. I think we had really good spurts of things, um, especially in the final third. I thought we got more entries in there than we normally have kind of um, in the games before. But we have to finish our chances, and you know, we'll have a big game next week as well. Um, last last week you were listed as active on the R, and then uh, they listed you as out last minute with a bit of a back strain. Was there sort of a setback? How are you feeling now? Yeah, I feel great now. Um, obviously, coming back from an injury, you're you're probably going to have some setback at some point. Um, I really wasn't expecting it to be my back, but um, you know I have uh, great PTs and ATs to help me. Um, so it was just kind of a weird accident thing. So now I'm, I'm all good, and I felt good out there. So hopefully I can continue to grow with minutes. That wasn't the original injury, though, right? No, okay. no, it wasn't. 
having us sort of be on the sideline these last few weeks, what have you sort of seen from your team in their fight and what they've been putting up? Yeah, I think the effort, the effort is tremendous. I think we've continued to grow to, to kind of be more of a possession-based team. That's kind of been our focus from the beginning, more so than, than last year. Um, so obviously it has um, given us some challenges, but at the same time it's really exciting and fun. And now that I can kind of get back there and kind of be able to use that tactical time that I had and in being injured from watching the game, hopefully that I can, you know, help and um, be able to communicate that kind of stuff on the field. What's it like to be playing with Sam Kerr and watching her out there? Yeah, it's, she's really fun to play with. Obviously, she's super athletic and um, fast and a great goal scorer. But on top of that, she's just a hard worker, and those are the type of players that you love to play with. Um, and, you know, from minute one to the 90th minute, you know, she's kind of an all-around player. So um, I've really enjoyed practicing with her, and now I'll sit to play with her as well. So um, I'm looking forward to kind of growing that relationship on the field. Um, now, it's like today I was kind of further up the field as a 10, but um, kind of wherever the coach needs me, I'm willing to do. But um, it's definitely fun to be next to her up top. Is it a process in some means or way form of trying to get used to her because she's not been part of the team? Um, I mean, we've been training together for a while. I think obviously when someone comes in, you want to get used to people's tendencies and tactics and what they like. Um, but, I mean, I don't think it's – I mean, the way she plays is, is great and – um, I don't think it's obviously a ton of time, but I just enjoy as time goes on to hopefully improve that. Um, Danny Filiprico has been playing a lot in the stakes while you've been on the sidelines, and there's been a lot of questions about sort of how you guys are going to work versus six versus eight. There's going to be a pivot. How did you feel playing with her tonight? Yeah, it's great. I think the really fun thing about being in the midfield right now, especially with um, with our players, is it's super kind of universal. Everyone can kind of fill in for each other, and that's kind of how we want it to be. We want it to be a flow, um, you know, of movement together um, and kind of fill in where we feel pockets are needed, um, and that's kind of, you know, what we're building into. Um, and we definitely see spurts of it, but as, you know, kind of the third season is done, I think, you know, our next phase is definitely kind of to more solidify that and figure out, you know, the pockets that, that best fit us. But um, we're still working on it and, and, and definitely enjoying it. It's supposed to have been fun to be in that midfield. Thank you. Cool. Uh, the goal was O'Gilly. <laughs> I was just in the right place at the right time, and I guess, yeah, Gilly did all the work, and I tapped it in, so kudos to Gilly. What about the one in the final seconds, uh, <laughs> an extra time? Yeah, that's um, just Mr. Sitter could have won us the game, and, yeah, I'll be thinking about that one for the next few days. What's it like to be playing with Chicago now? Oh, I love it. I think the girls have been really great. They're really welcoming. I'm learning a lot, um, and that's why that's what I wanted. That's why I wanted the move is I wanted to challenge myself, and I feel like I'm being challenged every day. How about the chemistry? How much do you think that's come together in the first couple, you know, few games you played? Yeah, I think it's been obviously building. It's been a bit tough. I was away with the national team, which wasn't ideal coming into a new team, but I think each week and each training session we're getting better in every game. So, I mean... The goals are starting to come, but hopefully, you know, a few more and we can keep out a few more. You rotated up uh, out wide for a bit there. What were you trying to do? Or what were you looking? How were you trying to attack once you rotated out wide there? Uh, I was just following instructions, actually. I was just put out there and I haven't played in, on the wing in a, in a few years, so it was a bit of fun. 
Um, forgot how hard it is actually, so I was trying to catch my breath there. But uh, I, I, I'm happy to play wherever, wherever I'm needed. And Rory just thought that was the best thing, so I went out there for a bit. So yeah, um, kept it very Chicago for you guys. But very quickly, uh, I just want to shout out my friend and colleague John D. Holleran. If you are all interested in getting some post game content more on the Houston side of this match, definitely go hit up Equalizer.com. Um, John has got some good stuff from Christy Mewis, uh, head coach Fairpaw, and Amber Brooks, um, who's an excellent player, I think one of the more underrated players of the year. Um, she was definitely my vote for like player I'd like to most see um, as a head coach somewhere in the future, um, back when the media association was asked to do um, a poll in the offseason. So um, check out John's Houston postgame stuff at Equalizer.com. All right, so of course... <laughs> Lots of interesting stuff. Always a good time post-game with head coach Rory Dames, whether it's a win, lose, or, uh, or draw. Um, I don't I don't know if I agree with the, the statement about the sixth best team. Um, maybe that's more testament, again, to the parity that you see in the league. I think on paper, Chicago has... Um, more talent. I'll just I'll just go on record. I think Chicago has a roster that has more talent, better talent, um, significant talent than maybe a team like uh, like a Sky Blue or a Houston or or even a Washington Spirit. And um, so, just just interesting. I mean, again, it's it's never boring with Dames, right? And Sam Kerr again, just wishing she had that opportunity to to get it on goal and saying that the goals are coming and hopefully that there's more and. And that's always great to hear, even though you're coming out of a, a draw. And um, Julie Ertz, I think, just, you know, really sounded like she's just happy to finally be out there with her team as opposed to just sort of seeing what they can put together um, while she's on the sideline there. So uh, hopefully this is just the first of uh, many minutes um, that she gets going with the team. Because um, I think that midfield uh, at this point could really, really use her. Um, it's been a lot of games under their belt so far. So uh We'll see what happens in Seattle. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with me. Uh, keeping it, getting back to my old ways and uh, trying to keep this uh, a shorter episode. I know these these last couple of episodes that I've given you guys, they've gone on the longer side. And you know me, like when I started this podcast, I wanted it to be um, sort of a shorter one, like one that you can listen to really quickly in your morning commute or your evening commute um, or on your break from work. If you guys get one of those, if you're not a slave to the man, hopefully you do get some breaks. Um so yeah, no, no guests on, on this week. Just 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 me myself and I and Jose um, to to recap the game uh, pretty quickly for you guys. So um, hopefully you enjoyed. If you want to keep up with the Southside Trap podcast, you can follow us on Twitter. That's at Southside Trap Pod with one letter P, guys. Just one letter P. So follow us there. Um, shoot us a DM or ask us a question. Maybe we'll go ahead and uh, answer it on the uh, podcast for you guys and um spread the word the good gospel of the Southside Trap podcast if you want to follow me and you're interested in my uh corny ass takes on anything you can go ahead and follow me at sandrera underscore that's h-e-r-r-e-r-a underscore and if you want to follow my boy jose and all his shenanigans he doesn't mess with twitter he is on instagram you can follow him at music with jose inc so yeah appreciate you guys for hanging out Hopefully we can recap a win for you guys next week. Y'all stay easy. Peace.